Hello and welcome to Next Level Ops, a podcast that explores tools, tips, and techniques for hosting and managing websites presented by Plesk. WordPress is the most popular CMS in the world, and it is the backbone of all sorts of sites, from blogs to e-commerce stores. Having good hosting for WordPress is so important, and in this episode, Andre Kugayevsky tells us what to consider when setting up or when looking to purchase managed WordPress hosting. Now, before we get into this episode, a quick reminder to subscribe to this podcast to get the latest episodes as soon as they come out. All right, now let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Next Level Ops, a podcast presented by Plesk. Today, we are talking about the must-haves for managed WordPress hosting. And for that, we have our very special guest, Andre Kugayevsky. He is a senior program manager at Plesk. Andre, how are you today? Uh, I'm good. Uh, thank you, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you for uh, joining us today. It's a pleasure. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking about the must-haves for managed WordPress hosting. Uh, in a previous episode, we talked specifically about the WordPress toolkit. So we have a little bit of background there on how many uh, Plesk users uh, use WordPress and what kind of tools are available in that. But today we're going to talk more specifically about the hosting side of it. So uh, before we dive into the nitty gritty, uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, as you've said, Joe, uh, I'm a senior program manager at Plusk. I'm working on a WordPress toolkit, the tool which you have already mentioned, Joe. Uh, thank you. Uh, and I'm responsible for gathering the requirements uh, and uh, analyzing them and translating these requirements into something that our development team can actually create as in a feature of a product, so to say. Uh, as a part of all these uh, activities, so to say, uh, I'm also responsible for doing the analytics, uh, you know, uh, communicating between the high-level stakeholders and the dev team, uh, and so on and so on. So lots of things, communicating with customers, talking to them on the forum, and so on and so on. So I could go on and on, <laughs> but I think that covers the most important parts of my job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so with that, um, you know, why don't we just dive right into the first question I have for you, which is, uh, how is managed WordPress hosting different from normal hosting? You know, I know that there's probably a price difference and there's some specific features, but how is it different and why is it important for WordPress users to have managed WordPress hosting? Mm -hmm. So uh, before we dive into what exactly is, uh, like, manage WordPress hosting, uh, let's take a really quick detour. Like WordPress, like why are we talking about this right now, right? Uh, WordPress became so popular these days that everybody is doing that. Everybody's doing WordPress hosting in one degree or another. And it's actually a really good question. What's the difference between managed WordPress hosting and like just generic hosting, right? Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, the question that I, in particular, am interested in is uh, how do you differentiate between, uh, let's say, WordPress pros, people who are actually focused, like specialized in WordPress hosting, and between just like generic hosters who also have WordPress hosting in their portfolio. 
Because uh, as you understand, managed WordPress hosting is something that a lot of people can claim or mention that they have it, but uh, it really varies. Um, and uh, before our uh, before discussion, I've actually checked uh, a couple of different hosters to see, you know, what exactly they offer in under uh, guise of WordPress hosting, and it's really really different. Uh, it's really really different, right? So. Uh, Let's put it this way. Uh, sometimes hosters, they uh, say that they have a kind of a managed WordPress hosting. And when you deep dive like, into what exactly they offer, it's just like, yeah, we have uh, our standard hosting, but it has a one-click WordPress installer, right? So... Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. Some, but, but some people actually do provide more WordPress-specific things. Uh, it's not just like uh, generic hosting extra, like plus one WordPress something support. Uh, they do indeed specialize on that. So uh, I do not want to uh, say that like generic hosters with WordPress offerings are somehow worse uh, than like dedicated WordPress uh, hosters, like maybe WP Engine and you know other hosters uh, like that, mm -hmm. because. Uh, for a big hoster to have work specialized WordPress hosting, it means that they should have a dedicated team on that. And that team might be as professional and as knowledgeable as your average WordPress pro, if you understand what I'm saying, right? So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so um, just to, to recap um, kind of what we've talked about so far real quick, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's not necessarily just having one-click WordPress hosting, or even just like specific hardware, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's uh, also having a, a knowledgeable staff. Oh, um, absolutely. It comes from that, Joe, because if you do not have this staff, then who is going to build the overall offer? How do you validate that, yeah, this is what WordPress uh, customers want? How do, you realize, how do you support these people, right? Because they will come to you uh, mostly with WordPress-specific questions, right? Uh, this is actually one of the things that differentiates uh, like higher level, so to say, WordPress hosters from the rest of the pack. Uh, where if you have uh, hosting with one of these guys, uh, you can actually come with WordPress-specific questions to them. And they won't tell you, hey, this is your app. We have no idea what that is. It's up to you. We, don't, we manage everything else. So it, it's not mm -hmm. like that, right? So typically, when we are speaking about managed hosting in general, it means that hoster takes care of the infrastructure, right? So server-level management, so to say. Uh, you, if you have an operating system on your server, Hoster will handle, say, updates of that operating system because packages are updated all the time. You don't want to, uh, it's not a part of your business to handle that thing, right? If you're just hosting right. something. So, ha hosters will handle that. Hosters will handle uh, like security and a lot of other things, the infrastructure level things. And this is, I think, one of the biggest values, biggest like things that uh, provide the most value to people who actually get WordPress hosting, manage WordPress hosting, right? Uh, and uh, based on this, it's pretty easy to differentiate between like managed hosting and managed WordPress hosting. It's same thing, but fully focused on WordPress, right? And mm -hmm. um, this is where um, the things start to get a bit tricky because some hosters, like it's a degree, right? It's not black and white. Uh, some hosters will simply tell you that 
we're giving you something like a part of a server, right? Which is focused on WordPress and something, but we do not touch anything there. It's up to you. We just handle everything outside of that. And if you have any questions, yeah, we might help you, but we're not exactly interfering with your application, right? Some hosters go further, right? And this is a really good question. And this is one of the points that you as a, as a hoster, as a hosted customer should consider, like which level of control do you want to have over your application? Because many hosters, they can, for example, forbid you from having certain plugins installed in your WordPress, right? Some hosters will not let you uh, install SSL certificates, the free ones from Let's Encrypt. You have to buy them from them. Uh, some mm -hmm. hosters will handle the security in a way they want to handle. And for example, they will tell you, we are doing caching this way and we are not allowed to do it the other way, right? So these are all the degrees of managed hosting. And um, I just wanted to uh, mention all these things so that uh, our listeners understand that it's not a black and white thing and it's really complicated. So a lot of things can be told about this whole area. So I hope that this is a good start, uh, starting answer <laughs> to one of your questions, Joe. Yeah, I think, I think it is. Um, and, and as you were talking, I kept thinking about um, the analogy of like a car, right? Um, painting... Painting a car red doesn't make it a sports car, right? But like buying a Ferrari, <laughs> yeah, that's a sports car, right? Yeah. Um, and then similarly, when we talk about like managed hosting versus managed WordPress hosting, when you're ready to get that Ferrari serviced, you're probably not going to take it to just any old mechanic. You're going to take it to the dealer because they're going to understand uh, the Ferrari and how it works the best. And then they can service it the best versus just like, a general mechanic who might not know the inner workings of, of Ferrari. Yes, absolutely. That's the biggest uh, attraction, so to say, of managed hosting, managed WordPress hosting, because uh, it allows you to, in like any good WordPress hosting, whenever, whatever the degree of control you have, it, they will handle the things that you should not really care about. The technical, the infrastructure stuff, so that you should be focused only on growing your site, your application, mm -hmm. your visitors. And that is what every good managed WordPress hosting should be about, in my opinion. Because if, if it's not that, if you have to handle like your server or anything, if it's fully served service, uh, then what, what's the, where's the managed part comes in, you know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like having a, uh, owning a, a brick and mortar store and having to like also fix the plumbing and the heating and yeah absolutely um, and all yeah absolutely. instead of just running your business yeah, yeah. and i'm like ah, i didn't sign up with that you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> can i outsource that <laughs> yeah other people yeah, ex <laughs> <laughs> exactly um awesome so uh this is good i'm glad that we talked about the kind of philosophical difference between a um, uh, managed WordPress hosting uh, and regular hosting, or mm -hmm. even managed hosting versus managed WordPress hosting. Mm -hmm. uh, when we talk about resources, right? Because you mentioned like some shared hosts will just add one click mm -hmm. and say it's WordPress hosting or it's managed WordPress hosting. Mm -hmm. What are some of um, some of the hardware and software resources uh, that you would look for if you were looking for managed WordPress hosting? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, good question, Joe. Uh, so as for hardware, I think it's a, it's, it's a question that's both easy and hard to answer. Easy as in the answer would be relatively short and hard. It's because in the majority of cases, uh, if you're going for like managed WordPress hosting, you're not really, you don't really know about the, the hardware a lot in that mm-hmm. it is transparent to you. You're given typically, say, a certain amount of visitors per month, right? Which is mm-hmm. kind of indicative yeah. of what kind of hardware there is. But you do not typically know in a, in a typical situation, if you're not like an enterprise level guy, you do not know right. if you're uh, on the same VPS, if it's a VPS or you have a dedicated server or something like that. I mean, you can kind of guess based on the price and everything, right? But mostly it is, so to say, behind the curtain. And that, mm-hmm. that's actually good in that uh, you don't have to worry about that. You go to a hoster, you say, hey, I think I will be having that many visitors a month. And they put you in the right box, so to say. The box with the right hardware, you know, the, the in the right house, yeah. right, <laughs> so to say. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you're doing Absolutely. it, yeah, if you're doing it your own way, it's kind of, mm, it's a difficult question because, uh it really depends on uh, how your site uh, will work. And many, uh, many managed hosters, many WordPress hosters, uh, they're trying to have to give you some kind of a scaling, which means that uh, if you have a, like a sudden influx of visitors, uh, your site doesn't go down, uh, right? Or they will like transparently migrate you to a bigger machine or give you a VPS, virtual private server, right? Uh, more resources. Just allocate that from a physical server. Um, they might bill you later for that, but at least your site will work, right? <laughs> and you know that yeah, right. it's it's a good problem to have too many people visiting your site, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, so this is the situation with hardware when it comes to managed uh, um, manage WordPress hosting. It's mostly look at how many uh, visitors you'll have. So this is the main thing. Everything else will be taken and should be taken, and that's all right, uh, taken care of by the hosting company. So it's all good. Software, like, gotcha. this is a really good thing, a really good question, because uh, as you realize, but not many people realize who would like to have a blog or their eShop or anything in WordPress, there is actually a pretty big technological stack running on the hardware that you will be using. So the web server, you know, you will have the MySQL, PHP interpreter, caching, and lots, lots of things, security, and and whatnot. So uh, in the majority of cases, uh, these things uh, will be, again, kind of hidden from you or just exposed in just the right way. Uh, But um, this is something that you will definitely have more control over, as in you can actually like choose these things more specifically. So, for example, some certain hosters just like put you on a specific PHP version, and and that's mm-hmm. it. You don't get to choose. You might think that it's restrictive, but uh, give speaking from experience, uh, in Plask we have millions of uh, domains, uh, dozens of millions, and a lot of them are not sitting and using the latest PHP version, which is fine as long as they're using PHP 7.3 or 7.2. It is not fine if they're using PHP 5. something, which is not secure. 
And it's really difficult since people have like access to that and people choose which PHP version they use. It's difficult to migrate them to a different version, even it's good for their own sake, right? So in this particular case, you might be unhappy that your host actually like kind of pushes you to a new version or just switches. But um, I would say that in general, in terms of security of the web, the overall security, that's a good thing. So not many hosts, not all hosts, let's put it this way, will uh, let you choose these components. Uh, and that might be a good thing in terms of support. Uh, because, you know, supporting only a certain PHP version or MySQL version or something like that, uh, it makes it much that much easier for the managed hoster to support you because they really control the environment. Like, there are much less variables uh, involved in the overall thing. So it's easier for them. And if it's easier for them to support you, then you get faster and better support as a result, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The downside of this approach, the control approach, so to say, is that uh, sometimes you need that choice. Uh, let me give you an example. I was talking to one of the customers about caching. I was asking him, like, guys, what do you use for caching? And they have a really high-level site, a couple of high-level sites. I wouldn't even call them sites, the projects, you know, like application, mm-hmm. like big ones, right? And they said that, like, they're using Redis and Memcached, I think, but they're not using Varnish. And I'm like, wait, I thought that Varnish is, like, the top-end thing in terms of caching. And they're like, yeah, but it's like a scalpel. One grow move and you're cut. <laughs> you're bleeding, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. and, and they had experience with that, and they were like, nah, we'd rather be on the safe side. But for some people, Varnish is, yes, it, that's it. You know, they're going to use Varnish. And, you know, if you're using managed WordPress hosting, it's like, it's not a given that you get to choose. And for mm-hmm. people who are, let's say, above average in terms of technical knowledge, that might be really, really important. You know, they might be happy with having to manage more stuff because they don't have like fully managed WordPress hosting, just like mm, a hands-off approach or maybe a dedicated server, but they get to choose. So this is actually something that I would say people should take into consideration when choosing WordPress hosting. What level of control do you want to have? What is important to you? Because if you if you want to choose a certain combination of caching plugins, you might not get that on a more managed WordPress host, certain managed WordPress host, right? They will give you a great experience, but it will be their experience. So right, uh, right. this is it's a complex situation, Joe, you see, with software. So I hope that I gave enough examples that kind of address your real question. But if you have any yeah, questions, I'm, yeah, I'm, you know. Uh-huh. No, absolutely. I think this makes sense. As a consumer, um, you know, I might want to just know that my site's going to work, right? Again, with mm-hmm. the car analogy, I don't know anything about cars. I needed help like changing the battery in my car. So I would rather somebody else handle all that, right? But mm-hmm. um, if you're an agency and you have a wide scale or a wide range of clients who re- require things, um, like maybe they require varnish. When I was working at an agency, we had a client who um, required varnish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we w- we would pick a different managed WordPress host to mm-hmm. make sure that they could use that. 
as somebody who has had to implement varnish, uh, I understand how easy it is to get cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so uh, I see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. So, um, as a as a consumer, as you look for managed WordPress hosting, consider what's important to you and and look at the features across those hosts. As a hosting provider, I think it's probably up to your knowledgeable staff to decide how they want to um, implement and shape the offering that works best for them and and their potential customers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're completely right, Gerald. And another thing that is also important, I think I sort of neglected that a bit, is also the matter of security. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is kind of a really weird Security is in a weird place right now because it's it was always a balance, uh, a really like tightrope balance, so to say, between uh, having things completely secured, locked down, and unusable, right, mm-hmm. and having like full flexibility, but like everybody comes in, so to say, uh, and. Um, yeah. The reason I um, I'm speaking about security is that. Um, it's such a big thing these days that there are literally tons of various solutions that handle security, right? Solutions that range from WordPress plugins to uh, external uh, services working in the cloud to just software installed on the server like fail to ban for example, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so depending on your, uh, let's say, um, depending on your desire, uh, on your paranoia, really, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. You might want to have uh, certain uh, solutions or measures implemented, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or you might not because that's the restrictive, um, which yeah. something I've mentioned, right? Some of the plugins might be like blacklisted on some of the hosts, and I understand yeah. from the host's perspective, right, one bad blogging can compromise your site, which in turn can compromise maybe more than your site, and other people suffer. So they would rather lose you as a customer and ensure the safety of all other people. But you might really need that plugin for some reason. Uh, and plugin here is just an example. Like, for example, I don't know, um, you might not be given the ability to configure fail to ban. And in some cases, uh, this might lead to unintended consequences. Like, I was sitting uh, in Germany, I think, in Berlin. It was work camp last year uh, with my manager. uh, And he quickly wanted to show me something in WordPress Toolkit, in our tool, regarding WordPress. So he logs in, uh, and the system detects that he logs in from a different IP address from Germany. And it, like, bans him. Mm. And doesn't even, like, tells him that he's banned until he started to dig in and figure things out. So if if you do that and you don't have control over that software, you're out of luck. You got to contact your support or something like that. So, uh, yeah. but again, it comes to a question of your knowledge, not the flexibility and the amount of control that you want to have. Because... For uh, for many cases, if in many cases, for many sites, uh, having the security provided by your managed WordPress hoster should be enough. As we know, uh, the majority of issues caused uh, the security issues caused uh, uh, like uh, not caused. Uh, let's say uh, the majority of security issues known in the overall like WordPress community are caused by outdated plugins and themes. 
which is something you control mm-hmm. and which is something you probably will control, right? In right. All, in almost all cases, right? Some hosts might even want to like force the updates of your WordPress and maybe your plugins and themes. I know that some people asked me to add this ability to WordPress Toolkit. Like, can we force our customers to like always sit on the latest versions of, <laughs> of our software? I'm like, yeah, we probably can do that, but it should be an option. We're not going to force this to anyone, right? Because everybody's right. situation is different. So right. you got to, and this is the thing, like the majority of people will be fine if they just update their plugins and just let the managed WordPress host or handle the rest. I'm, I guarantee you they have all the firewalls, denial of uh, uh, access protection, service protection, everything. They, they do have it out in place. But if you know that like you have a serious project, then yeah, you probably should look into hoster who will give you more freedom. And in, in this case, it's not even like what I'm trying to say, Joe, uh, sorry from jumping from from one point to another, what I'm I guess I'm trying to say is that at a certain point, at a certain level, uh managed WordPress hosting might be either too expensive or extra restrictive to you. And at that point, which like maybe five percent of all WordPress sites, one percent of all WordPress sites achieve, you might want to jump into, I don't know having a dedicated server or jump into the cloud, hiring a DevOps guy, a security guy who will handle all this stuff, they will be your managed WordPress hosting, basically, <laughs> team, mm-hmm. right? But for the majority of people, why not? I think it's it's all good. You just have to clearly understand the consequences, right? You won't be able to control a lot of things uh, outside of WordPress. Mm, depending on the hoster, you might not be even given access to the control panel just into WordPress and just like maybe a small control panel when you can do the basic things, right? Uh, and if that's fine with you, then go for it. You will be able to do the most important thing in terms of security, which is update your plugins, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that I think that was a really good point to highlight, um, and it it does kind of bring us into. Um, the next questions as we're kind of coming up on time here, uh, mm-hmm. but I do want to ask, um, you said that outdated plugins are are probably the most common security issue in WordPress. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other common WordPress problems for hosting providers and how could managed WordPress hosting mitigate these problems? So we've already talked about security, but mm-hmm. um, is there like resource allocation problems? Is there like user education problems? What what other problems do hosting providers see and how do they fix them? Mm-hmm. Uh, good question, Joe. So I think we covered security more or less, right? Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. that's that's just the elephant in the room, really, because it's a really, really, really big problem in general. Yeah. Uh, uh, another thing that is quite important is performance. Uh, and performance... Um, Basically, you will be allocated like a part of a server, right? Uh, and uh, in terms of managed hosting, uh, you will most probably uh, be in a better position than uh, than the majority of shared hoster shared hosting customers, right? The reason is that um, managed WordPress hosters really care about uh, the overall performance of your sites more. In the shared hosting, it's like here you go, here's your pond, here's your pool. You want to swim there? Sure. You want to drown? I guess go ahead. The managed WordPress yeah. hosters, they're not like that, right? They understand that their success 
comes from the success of their customers, mostly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. they really care about not overloading the server too much um, because it's kind of might be difficult to reallocate sides between servers if one side becomes a bit too popular for their own good, right? So yeah. in many, many hosters uh, will uh, kind of save more resources, server sources, just in case, uh, and put a bit less size than usual on a server, right? Uh, although that can be said for everybody, uh, read up on, re- on reviews, right, to see if your host can be, uh, <laughs> are, are, is doing this or not. Um, so uh, do your research anyway. You got to do that, right? Uh, yeah. But the thing is that even if you're given enough space, you can screw it up all by yourself. And the typical way people do that, they install a lot of plugins, which is not something that hoster will prevent you from doing typically. But if you do that, uh, every plugin has a footprint. It uses memory, it uses CPU, and the more plugins you have, Unfortunately, the slower your site works. Uh, and that's not even speaking about the quality of the plugins. Some of plugins are just fine, but some plugins, uh, they are badly written in terms of performance. I'm not even speaking about code clarity. As we know, there is no perfect code, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but um, some plugins, even small plugins, can cause quite a lot of footprint, doing a lot of requests to the MySQL database or something like that. So. Uh, you got to be really careful with what you do. And this is where you can actually slow down your site, which causes a problem for the managed hoster because they have a support request where the customer comes to them and tells them, hey, you promised me a really fast hosting, but my site is as slow as a snail. Like, what's mm-hmm. up with that? And they're like, okay, let's let's check it out. So they open the site and just like 50-something plugins. I kid you not, I have some people ask me like, hey, it's kind of difficult to manage sets of plugins and themes in WordPress Toolkit. We have this functionality sets where you just put a bunch of plugins and pre-install them, right? For uh, yeah. for easy easy uh, installation uh, and management. And one guy told me that they had like up to a hundred plugins in a set. I'm like, uh, I'm I'm not sure any site will survive that, you know. <laughs> but I, I have no idea what, what what could be there, Joe. Really, a hundred plugins? That's that's crazy. I. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine how that site would work, right? And if you're a managed hoster, what do you do here? Like, you tell me, probably nothing. Probably tell the customer, like, hey, you have too many plugins, you know, that's not going to work. Mm, but, you know, you know how the customers are. They're like, yeah, but I need them all. And at this point, it's, mm-hmm. it's a difficult decision. You either put that customer on a, on a bigger server or say, hey, okay, buy a bigger plan it will have more resources, like more memory, more CPU, and so on and so on. Uh, but in not in all cases, it can be solved by simply pouring on the hardware resources, unfortunately. Right. So it's a, it's a big right. challenge, right, for the managed hosters, unfortunately. Uh, so security, performance, and um, in general, uh, another thing that some... Uh, managed WordPress hosters struggle with is uh, kind of teaching the people. As you understand, a lot of people coming into WordPress, it's really popular. It's growing just insanely fast, right? A lot of people just come into this whole uh, universe of WordPress and they have no idea how things work. And some of the things are just like, they are this way because legacy, because it's been this way since the beginning of WordPress. It might not be logical. It might not be usable, but 
it is this way. You know, you just have to explain this to people. So I assume that a lot of customer tickets uh, are about that. Um, from our experience, to share you some insights, uh, we get some tickets on how WordPress and WordPress toolkit work in Plask. And a lot of time, like we don't have a single support driver, so to say. Ha- haven't been for, for a long time. A support driver is something that every like a lot of people experience the same issues, so we prioritize that. It's always small, specific cases, and each one differs from another. Each one has a really specific something, right? So it's just like playing whack-a-mole, so to say. It one case, another case, then another case, then another case. And I'm not sure what can be done with that because WordPress is so diverse in the whole ecosystem, so many plugins and themes and combinations of these things. As a managed WordPress hoster, you're bound to find these issues, like new issues, each and each time somebody comes to you because the combination of these things will inevitably bring new questions and you will see new challenges every day. So I think, yeah, this whole... It's like it's a blessing and a curse, this uh, mm-hmm. richness of WordPress ecosystem, because it gives you endless possibilities and endless bottomless pit of issues. So, <laughs> so I think these, yeah, these abs- are most uh, yeah these are most uh, important things that I can mention. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. So security, uh, performance, not just from a resource allocation point of view, but mm-hmm. from a uh, you know, site people can install yeah, site optimization. Site optimization. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and then I think that probably comes down to um, the last point that you made, which is educating WordPress users um, mm-hmm. to kind of understand. You know, you don't need Beaver Builder and Elementor, right? They're two, <laughs> yeah, two choose one plugins that do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, that's a real life example that I found when I was cleaning up a site. Uh, so, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think that's, uh, those are really, really good points there. Um, and so I want to wrap things up by asking you, uh, maybe another philosophical question here, which is, should all hosting companies have a managed WordPress hosting offering? Uh, great question, Joe. Uh, actually, um, I did a presentation of like the growth of WordPress Toolkit, our tool, last year um, on the WebPro Summit, and I kind of answered that question there. So some spoilers, so to say. Yeah. If you look at how <laughs> WordPress grows, if you look at what else is happening in the hosting ecosystem and infrastructure and in the hosting world in general, right? It's just pretty clear that you gotta have that. You might not need to focus like solely on WordPress hosting, but this is like, let's take a car analogy, right? It's like you're a car mechanic, right? And at a certain point, you don't have a service for inflating the tires. It's like what kind of car mechanic you are at this point, right? Maybe not everybody needs that. Maybe not everybody comes to a car mechanic for that. But if you cannot do that, like... I'm simply going to somebody else who does because everybody does that in some degree, right? So, yes, I think that it might not be your like most important thing or only thing, but I think that if you're doing hosting in 2020 
you gotta have something worth specific in your portfolio. And please, for the love of God, make sure that you have a good WordPress team behind that hosting, right? You should have people yeah. who know WordPress, who can support that, and could do everything, everything that people will ask you to. Because, quick back through to our previous point, managed hosters, why do they have this issue with uh, educating users? Because shared hosters don't. They do not support the applications, right? They're like, you're on your own. This is your application. We don't care. It's not up to us. But if you're a managed WordPress hoster, you do WordPress. You got to support these people, right? That's the service, right? So you got to have these people. You got to have the pros that help you out, how to scale that, how to build that, how to support all these people. I think that judging, it's not like my uh, uh, insight or anything. It's basically numbers. If you look at how people grow, if you look how how business grows, if you look at how hosting grows, if you look at how WordPress grows in general, just the numbers. It is pretty, pretty clear that WordPress is here to stay. It's going to grow. And if you're not doing that, you will be probably left behind. It's just based on numbers. It's not my wish or anything, right? I think it's, it's, it is the way it is. So... I, I, I hope yeah. this is the question you were looking for. <laughs> yeah, that's that's absolutely perfect. Because um, you're right, right? Again, uh, looking at the car analogy, right? I don't expect every car mechanic uh, to be able to service a Ferrari or like, yeah. you know, I have a Ford. So like, I don't expect everybody to be able to rebuild my Ford's engine, but I expect most car mechanics to be able to change my oil, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, absolutely, yeah. yeah. If you don't change yeah. oil, like, what are you doing here? Like, uh, <laughs> what exactly yeah, right, is the yeah. point? Yeah, yeah right. Why, why are you, why are you uh, here? Exactly. Yeah. So, it, it's a good well, analogy, Joe, yeah. you know, because as cars become more, more complex, they have more added electronics and functions. And mechanics are actually learning that they have to do that. They have to service these things if they want to stay in business. So, yeah, great analogy. Yeah, awesome. That is uh, it. Thank you for adding to that. That's that's a really great point. Um, this is this has been fantastic, Andre. Really, uh, thank you for your time and your insight. This was really great. Thank you for having me, Joe. I hope it was whole, uh, it was helpful to you and uh, your audience. Um, was really nice talking to you. Always nice to see you smile, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, so thank you very much. Thanks so much to Andre for joining us today. Uh, I loved what he said about how uh, managed WordPress hosting is different from normal hosting because of having a knowledgeable staff. I think that is uh, such an important part of it as we talked about in the episode. And so if you're interested in managed WordPress hosting, I think that this was just a fantastic resource for you. For all of the show notes, you can head over to plesk.com slash podcast. If you liked this episode, please consider subscribing uh, and leaving a rating and review. It will help people discover the show. Thanks so much for listening to Next Level Ops. Until next time, remember to take it to the next level.